0: What's up, guys and girls? This is Brock Ashby here, and welcome to episode number 10 of the Better with Brock podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be breaking down the biggest fat loss mistakes that people make. I have five points that I want to cover. This isn't going to be a very long podcast, so sit tight. It's going to be about 20 to 30 minutes, maybe even shorter. But I really want to nail these points home because I feel like we spend too much time in fat loss phases because we're not doing it correctly in the first place. I think that we can achieve fat loss faster and I don't like the idea of people feel like people feeling like they're dieting all the time feel like their whole life's on a diet. My theory is get in and get out. So get in, diet, train hard, all that kind of stuff, but when you're not trying to lose fat, move to a period of maintenance or a period of building muscle in a calorie surplus so that we're not burning the candle at both ends or destroying our metabolism and just burning ourselves out. So the first point that I want to talk about point number one, the biggest fat loss mistakes that we make would be overlooking the importance of nutrition. There's a saying, or there's a common thought in training in general that transforming your body or getting a result is 80% nutrition, 20% training, right? And I completely disagree with that for fat loss. I would say it's hundred percent nutrition and 0% training just because well, you don't have to work out to lose fat or to lose weight. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't lose weight, but I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't train when you're trying to lose weight. But if you get into a calorie deficit, which is a way of saying if you burn more calories than you consume, you will drop body fat, you will get leaner, you will lose weight, regardless if you're training or not. Now, training, working out helps maintain muscle mass, even build muscle mass if you're lucky in a calorie deficit. It, it, it it teaches us to be stronger. It helps us move better. There's plenty of benefits to training, but often some people are so busy. We have busy mums and dads. We have people working two or three jobs. They may be too busy to train, but they still want to lose fat. And you can take ownership of your nutrition, burn more calories than you consume, and you can still drop body fat. You can still lose weight if your goal is weight loss. The importance of nutrition is so high when you're trying to lose fat. Building muscle is a completely different story. Training is the center of what you need to do. With your nutrition, you, you need to create an optimal environment when you're trying to build. But training is like the center. Like you have, to, you have to build muscle mass. How do you build muscle mass? You give it a stimulus through training that it hasn't seen before by applying progressive overload, by getting stronger, by lifting heavier weights. But with fat loss, Training does play a role in terms of maintaining your muscle mass, but ultimately how we drop the body fat is by creating a calorie deficit through our nutrition. So we find our maintenance calories. Um, if you don't have a calorie calculator, there's a ton online or you can use mine, um, at calc.teambrockashby.com or calc.teambrockashbry.com. If you want to use mine, it's free. Once you find your maintenance calories, Anything under that is going to be a calorie deficit. And if you eat under those calories to your calorie deficit, you will drop body fat, whether you're training or not. Now, training will help you be more active. Training will help you maintain muscle mass, but it's not going to be the, the sole reason why you're dropping body fat. We can't overlook the importance of nutrition. And while we're here, the first priority is creating a calorie deficit because without that, you will not drop body fat. But the second priority nutritionally is protein. We want to have a high protein diet. What's a high protein diet? A high protein diet is anywhere between 1.5 grams to 2.5 grams per kg of, of your body weight. So for easy maths, let's say you weigh 100 kg, that would be anywhere from 150 kg to 250 kg. And that's a very vast range. So what I like to say to my clients is if you are leaner, more on the leaner end, let's say around 15% body fat or less, you'd want to be on the higher end of the protein spectrum. If you are less lean, let's say 15% and above, maybe even 20 and above, somewhere around that area, you'd probably require less protein. The second point that is one of the biggest fat loss mistakes, is people confusing the method with the principle. Now, what does that mean? A method of creating a calorie deficit is intermittent fasting or skipping breakfast, whatever you want to call it, is keto, is low carbohydrate, is low fat, is vegan, is vegetarian. These are methods These are methods to creating a calorie deficit. If people use these methods and it helps them burn more calories than they consume, that's the method they've used to create a calorie deficit. But the principle is the calorie deficit. And that's why I never preach do keto, do carnivore, do a vegan diet, be vegetarian, do low carb, do no sugar because these are not the principles, these are methods. And so often personal trainers are just pushing methods on people saying you have to do fasting. The only way to lose body fat is fasting. That's, that's not true. I can tell you that a thousand percent. You can lose body fat by eating eight meals a day as long as you create a calorie deficit. And the reason I preach about the principle is because it actually empowers the person. It doesn't restrict them to one method. If you believe that fasting is the only way for you to drop body fat, Then you'll think if you don't fast, then you won't drop body fat and you will act like that as well. But if you know that the principle of the calorie deficit is where the fat loss actually happens, then you can choose whatever method works for you. Maybe you don't want to fast. Maybe you get hungry every three hours and you want to eat regularly. Then you don't have to do keto because you know that it's not about being in ketosis or 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 being on a keto diet and avoiding carbohydrates like the plague, it's about creating a calorie deficit. And if you do that whilst eating carbohydrates, then you can still drop body fat. And, and this is so important because there's so many people online and people get confused. Trust me. I have a lot of clients that like, well, I've read this, I've heard this. So, so why are you telling me to do this? Why are you saying it's okay to eat bread um, when I'm trying to lose weight? When this guy online said that if you eat bread, it's going to make you fat because your insulin is going to spike, blah, 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 blah. There's so much crap out there. But the best way to see through the crap, to see through the methods that people are pushing onto you is to know the principles. And that principle for fat loss is burning more calories than you consume, creating a calorie deficit. Number three, the biggest fat loss mistake is eating too little too fast. And that sounds very counterintuitive eating too little, too fast. A really common thought for people that want to lose fat is they just eat as little as possible. Oh, I'm going to do the 1200 calorie diet. I'm going to do the 800 calorie diet. Then I'm guaranteed to lose body fat. Yes. Yes, you probably will. But how long is that going to last? How long can you eat 800 calories a day and sustain your life? How can you train regularly on 800 calories a day? How can you look after your kids? How can you stay switched on at work on 800 calories a day? I have more calories in my smoothie for breakfast than I like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's so small. It's not sustainable. If you're eating 800 calories a day, every single day for the rest of your life, I'm I'm, I'm sure you'll die of starvation or, or, or malnourishment, something like that. It's not about eating as little as possible. It's actually about the opposite. Fat loss is about eating as much food as you can while still getting away with losing fat. It's not about eating as little as possible. It's not about eating 800 calories a day. It's not about eating 1,200 calories a day, feeling so starved, feeling so deprived like you're making amazing progress and that this is going to last forever it might it might last for a while a couple of days a week a week or two maybe even a month but you can't eat 800 you can't eat 1200 calories a day sustainably that's not going to work because then what happens after that what happens when your metabolism adjusts to the 1200 calories that you eat every day you have to eat less so you have to go to thousand calories to lose weight now then, what happens to your body when you get used to 1,000 calories? You gotta go down to 800 to lose calories. So, you go down to 800 and you just keep going down and down and down and down, decreasing your intake and long term slowing your metabolism. Because the less you consume, the less your body wants to burn as well. Because your body's smart, your body doesn't want to continue to burn a ton of energy if you're not consuming enough energy to build that back up. That's called metabolic adaptation. So if you're only eating 800 calories a day, your body's going to adjust to try and burn 800 calories a day. So therefore, you'll feel more tired. Your workouts will be pretty crap. You won't want to go for walks. Some people even blink slower, especially when they're going for like competitions on bodybuilding when they're on really low calories, maybe like 1,200 to 800 calories. They even blink slower. That's how tired they are. That is not a sustainable way to diet. I like to give my clients as much food as possible whilst they're losing fat. So then they train hard. So then they feel better. And then ultimately we have calories up our sleeve so that when we reach that point in fat loss, where our fat loss starts to slow, maybe after three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, we can drop our calories again, but we haven't dropped to 1200 initially. Let's say we've dropped down to 2000 or even eighteen hundred. If we're at 1800 calories and then we stop losing fat, we can go down to 1700 or we can go down to 1600, but we still have a larger amount of calories to pull from. So yes, if you want to be more aggressive with your calorie deficit, you can take more calories away for a faster result. However, you have to be cautious that it's going to be a lot harder. Your hunger signals will be harder. Your training may not be as strong. Your focus may not be as good at work. You may be a bit more foggy. And also there's the danger of getting such strong hunger pangs or hunger signals that you just kind of cave and give into your diet. I did that a ton when I was growing up, getting into fitness and trying to figure things out on my own. I would, you know, I would do a whole day of fasting or I would eat one meal a day and think that it'd be all good. And then I'd find myself you know, diving into the cupboard at about 11 PM at night just because I was so starving and man, 3000, 4000, 5000 calories later, there's me in the cupboard. Like what is sustainable for you? That's what you have to ask yourself. Is it 800 calories a day? Probably not. The starting place that I like to start with my clients is a 20% calorie deficit. So as opposed to thinking, I need to take a thousand calories away, I need to take 500 calories away, look at your calories and take 20% off and start there. There, you're eating 80% of your maintenance calories, you're creating a 20% deficit, and that's a great place to get fat loss started. The fourth point, the biggest mistake in fat loss, ditching what you love and eating clean. This was a huge mistake I made when I was younger. I ditched everything that I loved. I didn't eat ice cream. I didn't eat um, bread. I didn't eat fruit even. I was scared of fruit. I've talked about that before. Um, I ditched all this stuff that I liked and I like, decided to eat clean. So I ate brown rice. I ate boiled chicken. I ate steamed vegetables. I ate cans of tuna. I counted the amount of almonds that I had in my hand and I'd only eat 10 to 20. And if I went over, I felt guilty. It doesn't have to be like that. You don't have to ditch the foods that you love. Like I said in the first point, the importance of nutrition, the most important thing is creating a calorie deficit. If you do that, you don't have to ditch the foods that you love and eat clean. Sure, you can eat clean. Eating clean is great. It's mostly nutrient-dense food. There's a lot of fruit. There's a lot of veg. There's a lot of lean protein. It's a great start for a nutritional diet, but it doesn't mean that everything else is off the cards. You can still eat ice cream and lose weight. That's why I did the 30 30 day ice cream challenge and lost five kilos in 30 days eating ice cream every single day. Not because I think ice cream is the pinnacle of fat loss or the fat loss food that no one knows, but because it can create some sort of sustainability or feeling of normal life when you're dieting because when you're dieting, you're eating less calories. So it already sucks, (laughs) all right? Taking away calories from a person sucks. So if it sucks, how do we make it suck less? Well, we can keep in the foods that we love. We can keep in maybe a couple of scoops of ice cream before bed to help us feel like we're not a clean eating bodybuilder going into a competition, but we're just eating an ice cream to enjoy our food. Because yes, we want to get results, but we want to find a sustainable way to do that. We want to find a way that's enjoyable. Quality of life is important which is why I think we need to keep these foods in. Now, just like I was saying, it's not about eating as little as possible. It's about eating as many calories as you can whilst losing fat. It's not about eating as little takeaway foods as possible. It's not about eating as much clean foods as possible. It's about, I think, keeping as many of the foods that you love in your diet while you're dieting so that it can still feel normal to you. And so that it can feel sustainable to you and that you feel like you can actually maintain that diet longer for then longer for a couple of days. Because I think that's why so many of us are in fat loss phases for most of our life is because we're not doing it right. And if we do it right, you know, there's a saying, do it right, do it once, right? So if we do fat loss and we're trying to lose weight for eight weeks and we do it right, After that eight weeks, we can go straight to maintenance and enjoy more food straight away. If we diet correctly for eight weeks, then we can go straight to a calorie surplus after that and enjoy way more food than being in a miserable calorie deficit. (laughs) And I say miserable calorie deficit because I want to encourage you not to live there. It's not a place to live. We don't want to be living on 800 calories a day. That's miserable. We don't want to be living on 1200 calories a day. That's miserable. We only want to be in a calorie deficit when we want to lose weight and that's it. Then we get out. Get in and get out. The fifth point that I'm going to finish on that I think is one of the biggest fat loss mistakes that we make are panic workouts. What's a panic workout? Well, I made that term up just before I started this podcast. And it's the workouts that people do to lose fat. It's a panic workout. People, like, they just switch. They think high reps, low weight. I need to sweat, I can't rest. So they do these workouts where they're just panicking. They're just walking around like a headless chicken panicking in the gym. They're, they're doing like six exercises back to back, no rest, sweating. Afterwards, they're like smashing themselves on the treadmill, doing sprints every single day, need to train every single day, maybe even train twice a day, go for a run in the morning and train a crazy, you know, non-rested headless chicken workout in the evening. Sure. I'm all for hard training. Trust me. I love a good hard session, but we don't need to panic workout. Let your nutrition do the fat loss, but you can train the same. If I'm doing a fat loss phase, my training doesn't change at all. It stays exactly the same, but I eat a bit less so that my calorie deficit looks after my fat loss that needs to happen and I just focus on getting strong in the gym, maintaining my muscle mass, trying my best to get stronger, maybe even potentially building muscle mass in my calorie deficit, which is possible. Not optimal, but possible. I just train the same. I don't do light reps. I still lift heavy. I'll still do six reps, four reps, two reps, because our training should stay the same whether we're trying to maintain muscle mass in a calorie deficit, whether we're trying to build muscle at maintenance or in a calorie surplus, our training should stay the same, which is a great thing. And our nutrition can look after our fat loss. So get into a calorie deficit, drop body fat, but still train the same. Don't do panic workouts. You don't need to wake up at 4am and go for a 10 K run every morning, just because you're trying to lose fat. You can, if you want, But you don't have to. You don't have to panic workout. You can still rest two to three minutes in your rest period. You don't have to cut your rest period to 10 seconds and just go straight to the next exercise, straight to the next exercise, straight to the next exercise. If you want to do a circuit, that's cool. Look, that's kind of like six exercises back to back, but there's a big rest at the end. What I'm trying to get at is you don't need to change your whole lifestyle just to drop body fat, let your food do it. It's a much easier way. Look, if you want to increase your physical activity, the best way to do that is to go for more walks. Get your steps up. If you only get 8,000 steps every single day, go for 10,000. If you get 10,000, maybe go for 12. That's going to give you more physical activity. That's going to get you outside more. That's gonna get you walking with your friends or your partner more. There's a lot of benefits to it. But I think, Keep your workouts the same, lift weights, take your wrist period. Don't do anything stupid. Don't think short term. But if you want to increase your physical activity, I think walking more is a great place to start. It's no impact. It doesn't really cost that much energy and it's really easy to do. So those are my five fat loss mistakes. Just to um, wrap it up and give you a summary. Number one was overlooking the importance of your nutrition. Number two was confusing the method of diets with the principle of calorie deficit. The third point is trying to eat too little too fast. I want you to eat as much as you can while still losing weight. Number four, ditching what you love and purely just eating clean. It doesn't have to be the way. We can still eat ice cream if we want when we're dieting. And number five is panic workouts. We don't need to panic. We can just let our nutrition do its thing and train just as hard. Guys, if you want to work with me as your personal trainer, you can join Built by Brock. You can get the 16-week mail guide. You can work with me with one-on-one personalized coaching. Just jump on the Team Brock Ashby website and have a look around and see what plan suits you best. That is teambrockashby.com. That's where you'll find everything. My name is Brock Ashby. This is episode number 10 of the Better With Brock podcast. It's been an honor. I'm looking forward to having more guests on in the future. I've stepped away from the podcast for a bit because, well, I got married. I went on a honeymoon. I went to my cousin's wedding and I kind of just stepped away from from the podcast for a bit, but we're back. Uh, I have some guests in the pipeline. I also have some clients jumping on board because I think it'll be really cool to get their stories and go under the hood of how they achieve success, you know, with my coaching Um, guiding them, but ultimately them navigating through their own obstacles, through their things that they had to face. So really looking forward to getting these stories out there uh, into your ears. So uh, yeah, enjoy yourself and I'll see you soon. Cheers.